There's a lot of beer out there. How do you know if it's good beer or just good marketing? That's where we come in. Three friends on a mission. Rick Speed, our esteemed beer connoisseur who knows beer better than most. Matt Friend, our bush ice loving beer outsider who knows more about beer than you'd think. And I'm your host, Blaine Tollison. Yes, we're trying beer. Great job, <laughs> But we're looking for the best of the cheap stuff and more. Hey, this drink is delicious. This is Good Swill Hunting. All right, let's crack these things open. All right. Coming off the ranch. Coming off the mail route. Grit and glory. <laughs> hmm. Where's Jimmy? Where's Jimmy? Get your ass over here, Jimmy. All right, we got four sixes grit and glory authentic craft beer pilsner for good soil hunting this week. Well, that's got a little bite. It does have a. That's one of them. One of them hefty pilsners here. Ooh, what was yeah. that? Some horse. Horse trough water there. <laughs> Woo. All right. Um, if, rough, if you're man. a Yellowstone fan, um, you know, not the National Park, which I love the National Park, but a fan of the show Yellowstone, well, tune in. This is your episode because we got four sixes uh, beer on the episode this week. And yeah, this is, uh, we're going to kind of take a little Hollywood turn on this one. Um, because we, we can't not talk about the show when we talk about this beer, cause this beer, you know, basically came out of the yeah, creation yeah. of this show, the creators of this show. Um, and it's, it's in the swill category cause, uh, we're down at, you know, about 14 cents an ounce with this stuff. Was it nine ninety nine for a six pack? Nine ninety nine for a six pack and fourteen you know, cents an ounce. You might see it at ten ninety nine a few places here and there, but it, it's on sale at nine ninety nine. Um, and the same uh, beer, uh, the same brand has a a um, a session IPA, and they also have an amber as well. Um, and, we're, and we're trying the Pilsner because this was one of the cheaper ones. So anyway, this stuff. Um, it's it's kind of hard to track down uh, where exactly this this came from and um, you know who who brews it and everything uh, because it really was just kind of born out of this show and Taylor Sheridan who is the creator of Yellowstone and the producer his buddy uh, David Glasser um, but you check out their website you know uh, it, I'll just tell you what they say on here. The Four Sixes Grit and Glory brand celebrates the ranching traditions and values of the famous Four Sixes Ranch. Our muse is the American cowboy who live a life built around the tradition of family, relentless hard work, and integrity. Our beer strives to be the best authentic Texas beer around. We settle for nothing less because that is our way. Our heritage runs deep. So this is... uh this is put out by a beverage conglomerate in California, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and I kind of I kind of take issue with it being this Texas beer. Well, I, I, and I, I'm, I'm taking major issue with it right now after you read me that statement. Um, Taylor Sheridan owns the Four Sixes Ranch. Yeah, they brought. They, in I, real I read life. that they purchased it. Yeah, yeah and, and it, uh, they use it in Yellowstone. But this beer is a year old. It yeah. was canned over a year ago. The oh can date on the bottom of this beer is eleven thirty twenty two. Wow! So is that they're what talking we're, is about that what we're quality. Tasting? 
they're talking about quality and all this other stuff. Like, who is your beer rep in Charlotte? Because they suck. <laughs> I'm sorry, but like, this should not be sitting on the shelf a year old. Nobody wants to drink a year no. old Pilsner. No, no, not at all. And that's probably why it tastes like garbage. Yeah, it's and and we're gonna. <laughs> I'm we're, sorry, we're, but we're, like, we're, I love the show. I really want to get behind this beer. But, like, it is not good. And the reason why is because it was brewed over a year ago. Um, well, that's a strong start to this episode. But I will say you for, for a Pilsner, um, this, I mean, it's not, it's got some funkiness for a Pilsner to it. And, yeah, it's and, a year old. And we, yeah, we, and we have to say that right off the top when we're trying something. Um, but, you know. Let's start with the Four Sixes Ranch and what that is. Um, it is a historic ranch in mm-hmm. Texas. Uh, what is it, Guthrie, Texas? Yes. Um, and they raise horses, it's, mm-hmm. and it's it is a legendary ranch. Ranch um, Taylor Sheridan purchased it, and as you know, there's the uh, infamous uh, episodes where Jimmy, Jimmy needs. That's to, where Jimmy gets sent. Yeah, he he has to learn how to sent. be a cowboy. Yep. And yep. Uh, he gets, and he, and he, he becomes a cowboy. He meets a hot cowgirl oh, there. Oh yeah, and uh, and those lives are, in his little ranch house. His little ranch house got his red shirt on with the four sixes on it. <laughs> Always looking pressed and clean. <laughs> and if you haven't seen the show, there's a guy named Jimmy, and Jimmy is just he's he's an outcast from the from the first episode. Uh, you know, they bring him on there as a as a favor to John Dutton's friend. They let him onto the ranch. And uh, he just is not cut out for the cowboy life. But like everybody roots for him, I Every, feel. Yeah, you like he's yeah. like the true underdog situation. Like you want things to work out for him. Like and it seems like he puts his heart into everything. And just everything goes wrong for him. Yeah, even Rip kind of gets behind him eventually. He's like Jimmy, get your ass out of here. Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy. <laughs> I thought he was going to go to the train station. <laughs> or the, the train station no one comes back from. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Except for, uh, what's his face? The uh, musician. The, guard, guy, the, the, guitar yeah, the guitar guy. guy yeah. yeah. Um, which he's actually like a country country artist, I think, in real life. Well, yeah, and Lainey Wilson's actually in Yellowstone. Oh, yeah, they, and she's like a, 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 nomina- like a female oh, yeah, they nominated fan- country they, artist. They have fantastic cameos in that show. Yeah. Um, I feel like the show's gotten kind of like it's grown. It's kind of grown out of control and gotten a little too big. Um, it's kind well, of there's ridiculous. like six spinoffs now. Or yeah, something. there's all these spinoffs and everything. And you 1923, know, 1883, and, and Beth Beth just gets more ridiculous every season. She says she's so nasty. Um, but you know, I, I you know not for nothing. But I think Beth is just the right amount of crazy. Uh, for me, at least, she has. She the, is just the right amount of crazy. The actress is the most British accent you've ever heard in your life. Yeah, uh, yeah. when she talks um, in real life. I, I have some Yellowstone quotes here for you, um, and, and one from I'm Beth. The hurri- I'm the hurricane, and oh, that's I'm the tornado, one. and that's you're the trailer, you're the trailer park. park. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Another one. I believe in. This is from Beth. I believe in loving your loving with your whole soul, and destroying anything that wants to kill what you love. And, and then, uh, and then of course, John Dutton. The whole world's a test, son. Uh, it, it's a fantastic show. I absolutely love it. Well written. Um, did they have to start a beer based off of it? I, I don't know. Um, before we get into all that, let's. I go. mean, they drink a ton of banquet in it. Well, I was, and we'll get into that. We'll get into that. Um, but first, let's go ahead and roll our first sip impressions since we kind of already gave you that. Gia. <laughs> 
It's time for First Sip Impressions. Sometimes it's all about that first sip, and sometimes it's all about you. We want to try your favorite swill. Just hit us up at goodswillhunting.com, send us a message on Instagram or Facebook, and you can send us your favorite beer, if we haven't tried it already. Well, we haven't had um, we haven't had anything disappointing like this on a first sip in a while. Yeah, yeah. And, like we've. I mean, full disclosure, it's old. It's, it's a year old. It's a pilsner it's that's a year old. It's old, and I think. And every time we try an old beer, it has that nasty bitterness after, and and it's really hard. It's fallen off, and it, yeah, and it's really hard to tell. Um, what the actual flavor is once it gets funky like that. Like, well, maybe Grit and Glory should send us some fresh cans. Maybe they should, because, you know, this is... Uh, and maybe that's why it's getting cheaper, is because it's not it's not selling quickly. Um, so this stuff started being sold in Texas first in September of 2022. In 2023, they decided to start uh, nationally distributing Yeah, because I, uh, I don't see beer. people in Texas drinking this. No. I see fans of the show drinking this, but I don't see Texas people drinking this. And, and that's something I want to get into. Like, is, you got Lone Star. Why are you going to drink this? Exactly. You got Shiner. Shiner. Why are you going to drink this? All the, yeah, exactly. And, and trying to kind of claim literally writing heritage on the thing, you know. Um, I know he owns the ranch, and I know he probably... I like to assume people are coming from a good place and they want to do something good. And and when you try to start, and I'm not the beer expert, but to me, in my mind, based on our conversations and things we learned on this podcast, when you try to just start brewing a beer out of nowhere, just because you want to, because um, you, you got a kick-ass show, you're a kick-ass director. Money, 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 money. Exactly. Yeah, there's the money aspect. Money. But to have the, have the foundation and the... Um, I, I don't know. I, to just do it out of nowhere without a brewery, well, and, and you got to go find someone to brew it for you. Why wouldn't you go to Shiner? Like, why wouldn't you this, go to this one really, of This is this is a very 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 important topic that I am very passionate about. Um, the putting out beers like this that are niche that are attached to a show, but you're not doing your quality control. You're not actually, you know, monitoring what you have out there in the stores. So, you know, you're this big name. You're attached to a huge show. You know, you got Taylor Taylor Sheridan owns four sixes. I'm going to go buy this in the store, and I'm regular – just a regular average Joe guy. I'm yeah. going to buy this. I'm not going to look at the can date. I'm going to drink it, think it's garbage, and never buy it again. Yeah. So now you've lost the customer. How much does that? How much is that happening out there until you see this disappear? Yeah. To where it's well, we ain't making any money off. Well, you're not making any money off of it because you're making too much of it. You're pushing it out there. It's old now, yeah. and nobody wants to drink it. Yeah. Um. So like the quality control behind brands like this when they're a big beverage conglomerate or they're a huge brewery and they're cranking out and Pil- you know 20 different types of brew uh, beers yeah. for different breweries or, or niche stuff like this the quality is not there and, and pilsners they can sit for a little longer than some other beers but but you know any kind of craft beer you really 
you gotta get it moving. Off, yeah, yeah, out there. yeah. Well, you don't know. You don't know how many times this has gotten hot. How many times it's yeah. been cold? It's been sitting in the back room. It's been sitting on a truck somewhere. But I mean, that's not even the biggest deal because the people with the oh, and beer gets hot. It's no good. Well, that's false. I mean, that's been proven false. It's the thing is that it's a year old. Yeah, like you shouldn't be walking into your neighborhood grocery store it's a high volume grocery store when it comes oh, to yeah, alcohol absolutely and grabbing a six-pack and it's was canned over a year ago yeah that, that that's it really is unacceptable and it and it's unfortunate because i do love the show and i do love taylor yeah, sheridan's yeah. work i think he's amazing and he's been he's a great actor too he's, oh yeah he's been on the show i mean he writes a million different shows <laughs> yeah i have I, I have mad respect for him and it and if for some reason he ever hears this podcast Dude, there's nothing personal on you. Yeah. But but the beer that's out here, and at least in North Carolina, is old, man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And and you gotta uh, you gotta you know. I mean, it's not gonna change my thoughts about the show. I still love the show. I still love everything he does. He does another series called Mayor of Kingstown. I mean, that's a, another f- uh, phenomenal oh, show yeah, with Jeremy yeah. Renner in I it. I love Jeremy Renner. Yeah. I mean, but this is just missing the mark for me. Uh, first sip wise, I mean, it's just it's not good. Uh, and I'm with you on that. I it just. And, and it's that similar funk from old beer. It's, it's yeah. not. It's not. It's not a flavor profile. There, there are some flavors in there that I might like on the front end, but it all kind of gets snuffed out by that that bitterness that comes after that. That is a quintessential old beer taste that we've had on this podcast before, and I will say we've proven that too because. We, you were here. Rainier. Yeah, I was Rainier. about to say you were here for Rainier, and we tried Rainier, and and it had that same funk. And I brought back some newer Rainier, fresh stuff, and it was amazing. Stuff, and it didn't have that funk. Yeah, it's a specific, and it, and it's it's almost like a bad hoppiness, almost like it's just not a pleasurable hoppiness to it. Um, so anyway, it's interesting that you know they they went off and started brewing this because as you said, um. Sheridan and his crew, they do have a, a partnership with Molson Coors. Mm-hmm. And you've seen Banquet uh, being drank on Yellow the show. Yellow Jacket, baby. Which, which Molson Coors, they must have the ultimate like Hollywood in Because you see him being drunk on Cobra Kai. Yeah, Johnny. You, uh, see, you know, I've seen him. I want to say glass bottles. Little yeah. glass bottles. You've seen him on uh, Yellowstone. And I've seen him on some other shows, too. I just can't think of them right now. Um, and they're everywhere. <clears throat> but they said they're... They have the blessing of Molson Coors to go off and do this thing. Um, but again, going back to the Texas heritage thing, I, I kind of, I think that was the wrong move because when you track this down, it's, it's the whole marketing and the scheme was ca- come up with by a company out of California um, called LA libations. And they're in El Segundo, California, and they've got a bunch of brands under their name. Do like <clears throat> energy drinks. And yeah, they're, they're kind of like a, 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 a a beverage conglomerate um, advertising yeah. agency and they they come up with these with these different brands and the look and everything like that and then um some texans were actually i think on reddit or one of those trying to figure out where this stuff was brewed and they're all talking on there and and it, it's probably it, brewed in california they were trying to figure out somebody one of them came up with it may have been uh, a co-packed in wisconsin uh, some of them think it may be brewed in California. So we, we don't really actually know where this is brewed. Um, I don't know what it says on here, but it actually says San Cal- Jose, I think. Yeah, so so it says it's brewed in can in San Jose, California. That's what it says on the can. So 
So that I do trust what's on the can because I think that, that it's you, probably a co-packer in, in the United States. You got to have where it came from. Um, but yeah, San Jose is not El Segundo um, for one. So I, I just, I don't know if that's the right move to have gone with that heritage. I think if they would have wanted to do this right, they would have gone through, they would have gone through um, Paps and partnered up with Lone Star, you know, the Lone Star Some, name. Something, I or, mean. Or, um, or gotten up with Shiner because, man, Shiner, they brew amazing stuff. And Shiner has a, has a really true, like, Texas story. I don't um, know if but, they would want to spend that kind of money to go with that type of brewery because in the end, you know, it's all about making money off of this beer. And I don't, I don't know if them going to one of those bigger companies and having it put out by would them have helped. would have helped. Um, yeah. I mean, this, this is probably, this just, it's probably old. dirt cheap, dude. Yeah. It's probably dirt, dirt cheap to make and they ain't going to get that price yeah. from Paps That's or, or Shriner. I mean, they're just cranking this out. Somebody came up with a recipe, but they could have, you know what? They could have, they could have done that though. And kind of been sort of that, like hard to get, beer and created the craze you know like being mm-hmm. like oh man there's a four sixes beer you can only get it in texas because you know and they could have created that lore around it you know um just being like oh man they really went to the lengths to create a true texas beer you know um and people would have maybe sought after it and then you know nationally they would have covered a lot of ground um with as far as the cost being that popular you know um creating that that sort of lore around a name, but this one, uh, they wanted to push it out there quick. I get it. The show's a hit right now. They got to get it out there ASAP. And and that's what they got to do. I mean, if you're a fan of the show and you're walking around and you see this in the, in the cooler section, when you're looking for some new beer to try, you're gonna be like, Oh man, that's cool. I'll give it a try. Yeah. You know, I uh, big fan of the show. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to grab this and, yeah. and try it out or whatever, instead of my normal, you know, um, high life or whatever. <laughs> and, um, and then, and then you're just, just like, oh, man. Yeah. You know? Well, let's, do it. let's go ahead and do our last call, and we're going to talk about our ratings, and then we're also going to talk about the show. We're going we're to do a little Hollywood uh, uh, on this thing. So All we're right. going to talk about the show coming up here. Closing time. Let's weigh in on this cheap swill and rate it for the world. Closing time One last call for alcohol So finish your cheap ass beer Okay, so I'm, I'm like kind of, you know, if you can find this beer like brewed in a reasonable length of time you I, know, I, ago. Any, any beer, I mean, especially Pilsners and Lagers, I think that they kind of miss the mark after six months. Yeah. You want to enjoy them within six months. We're, we're, we're pushing a year right now. Like I said, <laughs> the bottom of this says 1130. 22 it was canned on so we're we're right at the year mark and um yeah it's not good <laughs> <laughs> it's really not um i'm gonna put it at a two yeah i'm right there um, with you it, it, you know 
that that funky old taste. And now I, this is a two because of that's what we're drinking. Yeah, that's what we're drinking it's right now. It's a year old pilsner. It's a two. It could be a three. Could be a three and a half if it was fresh. I don't know, but you know, it, it is what it is. It's it, a two. Yeah. Um. And maybe yeah. Try it if you can find it more fresh. I mean. You can't really look at the can on this. It's in a box. It's in a covered box. So you yeah, and a lot of the times yeah, they do not put the can on, on date on the, on the outside on the box. of the box. So, so I mean, if if honestly, I'm like tempted to take it back to the store and just be like, hey, you know. So if you if you get it, you open it, you see it that it's a year old, take it back to the store because that's too old, right? I, I think you you might. I think you might be able to get your money back on this. Yeah, I, I well, you know, I'll get my ten bucks back on this. Um, so yeah, me and my buddy cracked one open. So here's your four pack. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) All right. You uh, feed this to the raccoons. Taylor Sheridan. I'm sorry. We're we're bashing your beer, man, but we, we love your show. You don't need to hear it from us, but, um, a lot of people want to know what's going on with your show too right now. (laughs) Not just your beer. I heard, I heard late 24, early 25 on the, on the comeback of the second half of season five. It's kind of a mess. Um, so the biggest headline is that Kevin Costner um, is, he in? is is or may not at all be coming back to the show. Um, How do you shoot the second half of season five without him? So there's a bunch of news out there on this whole thing. And, and, and all the conclusions, which I agree with, is any kind of conclusion um, that you draw without John Dutton, whether he's died in between. You lose the shows. Show. Yeah, and he he needs to die on the show. Yeah, he has to die, or he's got to be written <laughs> off in a, in a decent way. Like, so, you yeah. got to get him on there for at least one episode to kill him off. Yeah, you like, got something's to. Something's got to happen. You got to. And and uh, and everything I'm reading is is highly unlikely because uh, he's got some. Kevin Costner has some probably dr- a clause. Yeah, well, he's got some dream western he's working on called Horizon, um, and that's his like movie he's working on. Um, he's been, it's like been a dream of his for a long time. So it's hitting scheduling conflicts with that. You know, we've had the SAG strike, um, uh, for that's been going on. So that's delayed, you know, a lot of Hollywood shoots, including, you know, this one, I say Hollywood, but Hollywood, you know, every, everywhere Atlanta is now part of it all. But, um, yeah. And, and, and he's apparently maybe, you know, getting ready for some legal battle with Paramount and, and then because, uh, he claims he's owed a lot of money, um, and you know he's disagreed. And, and then the rumors are that he's clashed with Taylor Sheridan and uh, on the direction of the show, and you know they're not getting along. And he's having scheduling conflicts because of his movie but Her- what, Horizon. But what I really want to put out there, though, is these actors and writers and directors they. Do, when they're filming, they do make a boatload of money. Yeah, they do. A shitload of money. The big, and, the big actors and, and on big shows. On big shows. And this is one of them. Yeah. So, like, when does it become where just put your differences aside and do what's right for the fans of the show? Yeah. Um, and that's what I would hope gets done here. I mean, obviously, okay, he's not going to be coming back for a season six. I heard the original... St- Yellowstone is going to be done after season five anyway. Yeah. They're doing all these spinoffs now, but put the money aside, put the bullshit aside, do what's right for the fans. People have invested 
five, six years into watching this show on television, give them the the ending that they deserve. Yeah. You know, and then that's it. Do your spinoffs. And he's out of the picture. But like I think both parties need to just do what's right for the fans because if you don't have the fans and you don't have the people watching the TV shows, you ain't getting paid anyway. Yeah, and, and, and it's all make believe and it's all, you know, a story, um, you know, a lot of it, you know, written by Taylor Sheridan. But and, people get and, invested and, in it. Yeah, but that that's the thing. I think you you have profited and done so well and had so much success because of your fans. Um, you know, you don't have to go out and shake their hands in person, but you know, yeah, g- give them what they want um, and and bring it to some kind of closure because your success has been because of their love for for what you've created together. Um, and I, I I agree with that. I think you they owe them something. You know, um, I will say in the acting world because I have some knowledge on that. When it comes to the that creative space, though. Um, they're not always thinking about the fans. They're thinking about the direction they want to go. Yeah, Like they're so like the reason why they're so successful is because they never Kevin Costner and Taylor Sheridan, they got to where they are because they never needed that affirmation from too many out. Cause they've, those two have probably had so many no's and so many doors shut in their face Mm -hmm. to tell them to come back and do something for the fans. Now is difficult because they're creative people, and 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 when they have when they both have creative differences, that's a di- that's a difficult thing, and and we're not in that world with them. Um, but outside looking in, I, I think they should help the fans out, and because when you're looking at all this, you're just like, what what gives, man? Like mm-hmm. just like do something, you know. And, and even if they did bring them on just to kill them off, I don't. I don't know if that would go over real well either, you know, um, because you like, you know, you know, we know he got you, we know you got to kill him off now, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and all yeah. that stuff. Um, I mean, it's a half a season. I mean, they I should know, be able yeah. to work it out, man. E- exactly. I know. And you've already saying, you know, it's not going to be twenty four or twenty five. You got a whole, you know, year to get it, you know, in the books without, yeah, without having to worry about a whole season. It's just a half season. So, I mean, I think they should do what's right for for the fans of the show yeah, yeah. and and just you know cut their differences and figure out what they need to get done give us give us what we want give us what we want now well <laughs> as it stands right now they um they've they've they may have scheduled to start shooting it in spring of 2024 and with releasing it by November 2024 that's that's I don't see that that's tight yeah and that's how long they have to get their shit together um, wh- whether they do, we'll see. Um, but we look forward to it. I gotta, I gotta play some catch up. I, I need to get, I need to watch my season four of it. Um, but, uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, Matt is still not here by the way. Um, he may be back. He may be back soon. We'll see. Um, we have another beer plan for plan for next week. We've got our, our, uh, line and Kugel red Amber, which this is a seasonal one put out by them. Um, from like October to, um, like December or January. And we got that coming up next week. Matt claims he's going to be back in less than two weeks. So we'll see. And, uh, we're going to be well into December cause we're wrapping up November right now. We, we've got our special like Christmas holiday episode. Oh yeah. And I, I bet you Matt's making sure he gets back. Mm-hmm. Um, and the question is, you know, 
Should we ask another cast member to come back for the holiday episode? Has he been a, a good boy this year? I don't know. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. But anyway, uh, that, this has been a fun episode. This is different. Disappointing beer, but fun conversation oh, I love it. On, on this show. I love when we um, can uh, talk about stuff other than beer and I know. just have a good time. And it's funny that beer brings in these different yeah. big, uh, types of conversations. It's a shame that the beer was a year old, but I, I, was, like, <laughs> I was like, man, it's got a good show. I was it's really like, cool to, I was really wanted to love it. Love this beer, you know, cause I'm a big fan of the show, but I don't know, man, everything about it was like the, the ranch is cool. Taylor Sheridan's cool. The show is cool. And the beer is just, you know, but anyway, Next week, I I'm, I have confidence in Lyman Kugel. They they don't put anything bad out really, um, so we'll we will see you next week. Make sure you join us then. Cheers, cheers. Thanks for hanging around for this episode of Good Swill Hunting. We hope you learned something, discovered a new swill, or we at least made you laugh. Remember to always have fun and enjoy adult beverages responsibly. The Good Swill Podcast is recorded and produced in Charlotte, North Carolina, with Robert Blaine Voiceover Studio. Thank you to our cast, Rick Speed, at Rick Speed on Instagram, Matt Friend, Matthew Friend on Facebook. And a special thanks to all our fans, neighbors, friends, and family who keep our podcast going with love and, you guessed it, more cheap beer. Want to drop us a line or send us a beer? Check out goodswillhunting.com and send us a message or hit us up on Instagram or Facebook at Goodswill Podcast. Cheers, and we look forward to sharing more good times with you.